As much as I encourage you not to ignore your feelings, I also urge you to please remember to take your head along with you. But if you have chosen not to put that round-shaped organ you have on top of your neck into function, then be ready to live with the consequences. My only worry here is the inconveniences you will be causing all of us, which I am here to discuss. You are welcome to Hearts with Heads. If you are watching me on YouTube, it is necessary to subscribe to the show. Hit the notification bell to be current with all the topics. And it is not enough to just listen to my gist and viewpoints. You have the right also to like and dislike the topics by simply selecting one of the button options. Feel free also to agree or disagree with me at the comment sections. This is what makes the show interesting and interactive. But just remember to use your head as you go about it. And if you are listening to me on iTunes or Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify or Anchor, just search for Hearts with Heads by Vivian C.O. Thanks for tuning in. Let's enjoy the ride. In today's discussion, I'm going to explain why you should never hit a toddler. Some cultures, societies and religion accept violence as a corrective measure in formation of characters and personalities, while in others, dialogue is employed. So is it necessary to use violent measures to correct children in their formative years? Does violence help them to learn faster? Does it help them to turn out as better individuals? Children learn from imitation and repetition. So why would you hit a child who is basically repeating what he thinks he sees you and others do? Does aggression really make anybody to behave better? Why the use of force when you can repeatedly dialogue with a child? Which would you prefer? That your child comports himself well willingly because he saw reasons from your dialogue with him. Or that he comports himself out of fear of being beaten up. In dialogue method, the child is convinced and then builds understanding from the explanations provided. But in forced obedience with aggression, the child is compelled to agree with a command without even understanding why. And so there is more chances that the child will repeat the mistake again or even disobey you outrightly. When you dialogue with a child, he is enlightened and empowered. But when you beat up a child, he is bruised and sad. Constant repetition of dialogue or aggression with a child produces positive vibes in the former and negative vibes in the latter. So why tear down a child you are supposed to build up? 
Do you not know that 50% of children's tendencies are genetical? Have all the pains and aggressions inflicted on children in your society over the years made them smarter and better than children raised in societies where violence is not permitted? Do you know why violence appears normal in your societies? I will tell you the reasons for free. Violence moves in cycle. A battered child grows up to become an abusive adult who beats up his friends and neighbors and who also becomes a parent that batters his spouse and his own children. And because everybody are guilty of this, there are no strict rules against violence in such a society and so it becomes acceptable as a way of life. Nobody enjoys being battered, whether as a child or as an adult. So why repeat sword experience on another individual? And don't tell me about sparing the rod and spoiling the child. The people that packaged that statement for you are the ones that have strong rules against violence. They go to the extent of jailing parents for hitting their kid for whatever reason. They understood perfectly that damaged children become damaged population that form a damaged society. A damaged child becomes a damaged parent. Damaged students become damaged teachers and damaged professionals. A damaged follower becomes a damaged leader. Damaged pastors mentor damaged congregations. So before you hit a kid, consider if he fully understands the consequences of his actions and whether hitting him gives him that understanding. And most times, we hit children for our own faults. If you don't understand your child, it is your fault, not the child's fault. Do not hit a kid for your own wrong. These kids are wired differently and so they communicate differently. Sometimes some parents even punish their children ahead of time for an offense they have not committed yet. So the punishment is, is to prevent them from committing an offense. They heard that other kids somewhere else committed. And you will hear something like, I heard that Kenneth's son broke his daddy's eyeglasses. And then you go and squeeze the ear of your innocent child and push her to the floor saying, Sophia, if you ever try that rubbish with me in this house, I will kill you before your time. And so you bruise an innocent child and harass her ahead of time for an offense she has not even committed. In fact, you will end up being the one teaching her the new trick. What are you doing in the name of parenting for goodness sake? Raising depressed and low self-esteemed members of the society. And then they become burdens to themselves and to everybody they come across with. Learn to understand your children's language. Even their silence is a form of communication. There was a day I jeered at my son. I had showered him, fed him, and left him to play with his brother, expecting that they would give me some break, you know, to get things done. And then I went into my room to get some work tidied up. But guess what? 
In just a moment, the boy started banging at my door, throwing himself at the door, you know, I was really being annoying about it. I called out to him and said, please stop, stop that. But the boy wouldn't listen. So I flung the door open and jeered at his face. I said, why? Why are you disturbing me again? You needed to see the way he had his two palms on his chin, like looking at my face. I went back inside again. Because I was really, really busy trying to finish up an article, the boy came back to the door again and banged even harder than he did before. The second time, I opened the door to explain things to him. And then I perceived a smell. The poor boy had pooped in his diaper and that was what he was trying to let me know. I felt so bad. I lifted him up and said, baby, you pooped and it's time to change your diaper. The boy laughed out so loudly and giggled in my arms all the way to the changing room. And that was it. He didn't even know when I went back into my bedroom to, to continue with my work. So most times we batter and harass our kids for our own mistakes. We can do without violence. Patience is all you need. Thanks for tuning in and staying on the gist with me till the end. This is how far time and situation permitted me to go today. But not to worry, I will be here again next week with another concern. If you have suggestions, questions, or observations, please kindly drop them at the comment section. I will be glad to go through them, and who knows, your contribution may be considered in my next topic. Remember to check me out on other social media platforms. The handles are tagged below.